SpecFicMedia.com presents Beyond the Wall, a Game of Thrones podcast with hosts E.G. Holyfield, Christiana Ellis, Chooch, Viv, and Nuchus. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to the third annual Balticon Beyond the Wall live show here at Balticon 48. i Valley, Maryland. I'm one of your hosts, P.G. Holyfield, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime, Miss Christiana Ellis. Nettie. Yeah. Chinch. Yeah. And Viv. Yeah. And as always, Viv gets the largest round of applause. Because I cuss the most usually. Yes. Not tonight, I'm going to be good. We're going to be good. We have Luke in the room. Hi, Luke. <laughs> so if somebody asks a question during the Q&A, I will stick up my hand for James to take Luke out of the room, yeah. if necessary. Uh, For those unfamiliar with our show, we record live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, We talk about the episode of Game of Thrones uh, on the Sunday before that. Uh, We are a non-spoilery of show, meaning we don't talk about things that might happen in the future. We talk about what has been on the show. We will compare it to what's happened or the corresponding stuff in the books or if they've gone a different direction. We have uh, Chooch on the show who... uh, has read the first book, but uh, we haven't gone past that, and we're one of the few Game of Thrones podcasts that doesn't do spoilery stuff, so it, uh, uh, we hope to keep that audience and, and, and build that as, uh, as we go on. Um, let's see. Okay. Index cards. We're going to be doing Q&A later, uh, so come on up here and grab cards. Uh, we're going to give a prize to one of the cards randomly, so please come. Write questions that we'll, we will answer or talk about later in the show. Uh, again, ask questions that won't cause us to go into spoiler territory, since we won't do that. Uh, but please, please do that. Um, but for now, uh, before we do the Q&A, we're going to talk. Uh, we had a live show Sunday night. We knew we weren't going to do our regular Wednesday show because we were doing this here. Uh, so we did a, a reaction show last Sunday, right after the show was over, episode 7, Mockingbird, and Miss Nutty could not be on that because of internet issues. Horrible internet (laughs) issues. We'll just call them internet issues. International charges. Worse than the hotel internet. Uh, So so we're going to open the show with uh, a little discussion, a continued discussion of episode 7. So Nutty, how about giving us your reactions of last week's show. All right, so I've got a couple of little things here. Um, Number one, I want to talk about how when we talk about somebody going, thank you, Christiana, is that way too close? Um, When we talk about somebody going beyond the wall, you know, not beyond the wall, sorry, uh, to Mm -hmm. taking the oath, taking the black, you know, we heard that for Ned, and now we're hearing it again for Tyrion, and I know for me when I was reading the books, I was like, ah, yes, that would be perfect. That would be great. And then something happens. And so we've got that again. And I feel like that's just like saying, when we see each other again. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes. Um, then you so have I, all the answers that you I'll want. That's the, right. Finishing yeah. that thought yeah. is exactly. like, we, we say that a lot. Another. Well, and there's other things that they say when I see you again, but definitely the, I will tell you about your mother. And, you know, five books later, everyone's like, uh, 
<laughs> Damn you, George. Uh, <laughs> I've always been bitter about Tyrion's failure to keep his mouth shut. Even though things change, you know, other events happened and the story progresses, I am still bitter at Tyrion because he's just obnoxious. For It's like, just shut up. <laughs> shut up. Swallow your pride. Um, and I love the scenes that we have between Jamie and Tyrion, and I, I love that the show has given us some of those, and we've got a, a few of those there. Um, and I wanted to bring up, uh, there is this thing that happened a couple of years ago. There's this website, Suvudu, and what they did is it was a cage match uh, kind of a thing, you know, March Madness style, and they were pitting fictional characters against each other, and people would vote for the turnout. And it got to the point where it was, I believe, Jamie Lannister versus Dritz Jordan or something like that. And George liked the concept so much that he wrote the scene. <laughs> now, if you are spoiler free and haven't read anything, it doesn't matter because it doesn't spoil anything because it's all like pre-books kind of a thing. Go read that. And it is just perfect because... What was that again? Subudu. It's, uh, hang on. S-U-V-U-D-O, I believe. They're actually a, a bumper on my podcast now. Um, and and that was just such a great thing. Not all the fictional characters had little stories. Like, fans would write little things. But the fact that George did that, that was fantastic. But Jamie and Tyrion, their friendship, their brotherhood is... So amazing. And we get back to that later with uh, everybody's favorite crush, Oberyn. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Be calm, PJ, be calm. You know? Yeah, I said on the show last week, I, yeah, I, would, I would go gay for Oberyn. I wanted to uh, mention, of course, that finally we have a mountain that looks like a mountain. Yes. This is our third yes. casting of the mountain. It took three. It took three, but, you know, finally we've got that. Um, all of these scenes with the Hound and Arya, it makes me super, super happy. I love how Arya is learning about death, which is just, you know, that from season one, we know that Arya's story has to do with death. It has, you know, who's her god? Death is her god. You, you, know, you can't say no to the god of death. All you can say is not today. So then her line, nothing isn't better or worse than anything. Nothing is just nothing. And I just love that because it goes along with the whole God of Death thing. Uh, she tells him his name because she knows exactly what's about to happen. And then later we get Origin Fighter and that just made the fangirl and me good all happy about that. And then how Arya got to kill him. The assassin class <laughs> and the Hound has sass. Um, the Hound's speech later about being burned by his father. Brother. Saying... Brother? Oh, yeah, sorry. But being burned by his brother and then his father saying that it was okay. Sorry, I, I skipped a line in my notes here. It just kills me. Um, and that whole idea of it's not so much that this happened to me, it's that my brother did it. Yeah. And my family accepted it. Um, sorry, but that's just my childhood right there. So that was... I love the hound. Um, mm -hmm. And I need to get this microphone away for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that's right yes I don't think there's anybody in this room that doesn't listen to our show but that is our name for hot pie thanks to PG uh, we get the 
are you knights because you're wearing armor, winter hell, and then the bread. Like, when I saw that bread, I was like, it's so much better. It's right. <laughs> so much better. He's been working hard. Um, so then we get, of course, the Viper, everybody's favorite crush. He is awesome. And his whole story about visiting Castle... 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 Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> it sums up all of the Lannisters perfectly. That is exactly everyone's relationship. Talon's too busy because he can't be bothered, whatever. But he hates his son. Uh, Cersei hates Tyrion. And Jaime, of course, is the one that makes her stop mm-hmm. because he cares. And then the whole... We've been seeing how Dorne is a little more uh, liberal in thinking. Women have the rights of succession, but um, and, and, and they're a lot more open about sexuality and everything. And now we have the whole, you know, Ilya and, and Oberyn, they were hearing about this monster and they look and they're like, it's just a baby. Yeah. What's wrong with you people? Yes. It's just a baby. And so that is why I want to live in Dorne. Can I add a note? Yes. You, I think, it was you or Christiana that said one time, we were talking about how Tyrion isn't as ugly as he is in the books, he's not as wrecked, and it was like, one of you, I think it was you said, but it's written from Tyrion's perspective. That was actually tech, but yeah. Okay, so, but it came through you that Tyrion's self-image, dysmorphia, whatever, maybe that that's how bad he looks, but then other people describe him as being a monster, but... That's compared to the beauty and the glory and the golden hair of exactly. the Lannisters. So it's perspective again. And and because they're mad at him because um, Joanna died. She died. Yeah. He killed their mother. Yeah. Her and that's like, which is stupid. That's it. You know, we all know that's stupid. We all know he didn't kill her, but that's, of course, what they're thinking. Um, so let's move up to uh, young. Oh, and sorry. Viper will be his champion, which, you know, we all wed. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you could be my champion any day. Um, so let's move uh, beyond the wall, or to the wall at least. Uh, I'm not going to tell anybody how to their, do their job, but when has it blocking a dire wolf up ever been a good <laughs> idea? You might, why don't you ask those guys that uh, um, go tag for lunch about that one? And I have a twins. question. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a question for everyone then. What do you guys think? Should they seal up the wall? Well, I think it's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John, John's the one that's right. It's yeah. a classic setup of he's telling them the truth and nobody believes him. Even yeah. first builder clearly yeah. agreed. And yet, Didn't you know, that. Thorne asks him, do you agree? By oh, the way, that's... there is a right answer to this and you're going <laughs> to pay for it later if you get it wrong. Yeah. 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 That was ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, they need to seal that motherfucker. <laughs> I even made a sign. I made a sign so I remember. <laughs> Wait, let me see I'm that sign. I'm going to do this. This is going to be me the rest of the... Let me see that sign, man. No swearing. Okay, I can't even find print, so I'm not going to be held to that. <laughs> 12 minutes in. Go ahead, Nutty Buddies. I'm sorry. But yes, um, I think they should seal it. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. They I should. I agree. No matter how hard it is to think, like, I've been working so hard to maintain this wall, but, like, really. Giants. Yeah. Giants. I just don't, well, I just don't like that they, they, the reason that he gives doesn't make any sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and as a spy, I mean, obviously, it's a spiteful thing he was going to say. And he says, "Oh, we can't do that. We can't limit our ability to range north." Yeah, you don't need the ability to range north to if you have a hundred thousand people coming to attack the wall. Right. You, well, you know, I, I think you get I, your duct tape. I think we're what is clear is later he says, uh, "You know, this castle has stood for thousands of years and never been breached." Uh, but it's kind of like. Yeah, but the wildlings have never done this before, right. and you used to have a lot more guys. Yeah. Yeah. And we used to have full castles uh, that were stacked along the yeah. wall. I mean, uh, one thing that they don't get into in the shows is that how many of the the, the castles, they're not castles, but the, the holds along the wall are just ruins, mm-hmm. and they're falling in on themselves and fell to disrepair. I mean, the wildlings, if they wanted to, could really range and... and jump over the wall at any of those points. I mean, we saw how easy it was for that small party, and then the Fens did it. I well, mean, I mean, let's let's not call it easy, though. I okay, mean, yeah. They could do it, but I think the, the issue is, too, that the what they're coming down with now is they have everybody, not just yep. their elite raiding party. They, yeah. they want to bring... The people kids carrying and women and for the kids, all, all that, cows, goats, livestock, yeah. and, yeah. They're like, I, we're, we're done with up and, here. Yeah. And the plan, the plan being that that the only true danger is that you know the the Night's Watch can cause them issues. So you know, attack them from above, attack from below, yeah. take them out of the picture, so they can you know proceed if they don't take care of them. In in the least, they could head south and try to get help from from everybody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Send the war. I mean, they're even sending wards and and. And the brotherhood, they don't even get it. They don't, not brotherhood. You know what I mean? They don't even have that concept yet. They just are no. so disbelieving. And it has to do with Ned's betrayal and all of that stuff and Slint being there. Well, and I think Slint. also they're just letting history dictate how yeah. they think. You know, well, the wall, the, the wall has stood for hundreds of thousands of years or however long it is. Um, mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it's going to. Just because yeah. it has doesn't mean it will continue to do so. The classic old style of doing things and people don't like change. Well, it just says clearly it's poor leadership. Yeah. He's in over his head. They do need to elect a new Lord Commander who can actually be effective. Because yeah. he's yeah. an idiot. <laughs> it's prideful to not yes. let him have anything he wants. You know, he only let him go to Crash Keep because he thought he'd be killed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, then they finally include... I'm sorry, did somebody have more to say? I had a question. Now, shoot me down on this is answered later on in the series. I'm not done. But part of the issue with the Black Brothers is that is the way that they are recruited. And it's wow. just when they, were, when they were first stood up, it was a point of honor. Yes. These days it's not. It's, it's a, in a way lot of ways, death. it's... Uh, and this might be a poor analogy, but it might be... Um, similar to the way that priests in certain denominations are recruited today. Uh, and then there are issues. You know, part of, you know, part of the issue is to become a black brother. You essentially are dead. You, know, you give up your name, you give up your title, you give up your chance at a family uh, and all of that. You give all that up. To go and your it. criminal record. That's the trick. Yeah, well, they get to that's stay that's alive. That's, yeah, they that's stay that's alive. It's that, the last step before getting your head cut off. Um, but in, in a lot of ways, you know, to go to the wall is right. Go to your death. Yeah, that's it. You're and that's a very grim way of looking at it. And yes. it doesn't help recruiting. No. <laughs> no. Um, so, 
you know, does does that kind of decay of absolutely way in society as well? Absolutely, because you don't have the strong leaders that really understand battle plans and defense plans. They're not there. They're off in you know in the keep, and they're helping the king or wherever, and. And they're not there to advise because they haven't done anything bad enough that they have no other options in life and have to settle for the wall. Well, the other thing is that the, the, the Night's Watch mission has become very diluted over time. I mean, the original idea was to protect against, you know, white walkers and yeah. monsters and such. And over Drunkens. time, because there hasn't <laughs> been, any, been any white walkers in a long time, all they have done lately is deal with wildlings, which is a much less yeah. noble-seeming pursuit. Yeah. For those that, uh, that have walked in late, um, we have uh, cards up here. If you have general questions, we're going to do a Q&A a little bit later and give away a prize randomly to, to, to one of the cards that's turned in. So uh, if you want to come up and uh, or pass, can you fill in? I know there was a question in the back. I, I had a comment on what you just said. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um, you know, the, the point that um, the old people that are on the wall are criminals isn't quite true. Right. Um, because Ned's brother went up to the wall. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's not just people who are criminals, but it's also people who won't get anything because they're not the person. Exactly, right. It's, but that's what we're saying is it's a very low percentage, and they've yeah. kind of you do have some. John Snow also is going to. Well, and it, well, it is also important well. to notice that that is still a tradition among the northern households that it is an honorable thing to go to the wall, whereas the southern households you may have it, but it's very rare in the current timeline for people to go up to the wall because really they don't see that. As yeah. something good and worthwhile, right. but the North remembers. Okay, the North, you know, remembers. the North remembers did not start with Rob Stark. The North remembers about the wall, and the North has always been supportive of the of the wall. And there have been several Starks that have served as brothers of the Night's Watch. So the fact that John went and and pledged to become a brother was actually, like, one of the most stark things he could do. Yes. Yeah. You can see the rest of Westeros where they just have, you know, beautiful river lands and Lush King's Landing and all that. And, like, all that wall business is just kind of like a myth and just some tax they have oh, to no. put up with. And Be a good boy. I don't think anybody... Or they'll send you to the wall. I don't think anybody... Drunkins, they, yes. they, they frequently... It's like they, they liken them to, like, Bigfoot and stuff, yeah. which we're yeah. not going to argue about today. I don't think anybody has any time. true respect for what's out there Probably. and what has to be protected against. So it's a second thought. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna move back and we're gonna go back to King's Landing and uh, we're gonna talk about how the fact that they finally included Braun marrying Lollies or Lollis is how he says it yeah. in the show. Um, in the show, they don't include this bit. I don't believe. Uh, but in the book, remember there was the, the riot in the streets where the hound saved Sansa? That's what everybody remembers. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I remember with the slot to Joffrey. Um, well, in the book, Lolly Stokeworth uh, was grabbed and raped and impregnated. And they kept talking about how What's... everybody knew she was pregnant 
what are they going to do about this this highborn girl being pregnant? And she actually was after the being raped multiple times yes, by multiple, multiple times. people yes, during yes, this thing. Yes. So, but it is important because yeah. it, it plays into the fact that he does get a lady yeah. a, 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 of a house, but it's not like they're giving him that much. Other than here's a here's a sigil. Yeah. Now take this off our hands and 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 please save the the honor of this house because. We're indebted to them because we Lannisters, this is our problem. We allowed this to happen. You know, Wally's got raped on our watch and impregnated on our watch. So that that is a big piece there. Um, I agree with them not including it because it's just a lot of extraneous information, but it's definitely a lot of motivation. And um, I also love that, you know, oh, and one of the other things is in... The book, Shay was her handmaiden originally, not Sansa's. Uh, she eventually moved over. Um, and I love how they included the whole, you once told me, if anyone wanted me to sell, wanted me to sell you out, they come to you and you double the price. You know, that was, that was always, it's brawn through and through. It was a very touching scene. Um, and then we're going to go over to the Khaleesi and the, I believe that Dario needs a lesson on boundaries, but I'm going to say it again, that Dario in the series, I understand her attraction to more than Dario in the books, because he was just such an... Word I... Did Luke leave? <laughs> okay. He was such an ass that I was like, I don't even care if you're just using him for sex. Ass. Like, yeah, I just... Ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. She can yeah. say fuck. I can't. No, I'm trying not to. <laughs> but I like failed. in the books, it's I'm like, Danny, why? Why? I wouldn't want to touch him with a ten foot pole. He keeps like fondling the nipples of the sword hilt. He's got this naked lady sword hilt in the books. It's a whole big thing. No, they but showed the, that in the show. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. But I mean, they're always talking about it. If there's a Dario scene, he's fondling her breasts, um, which is just weird. <laughs> but I, I I can definitely see her interest in him there. Um and um yeah that, that scene was good and uh poor Jorah. So friend zoned. <laughs> so friend zoned. Epically friend zoned. <laughs> yeah, epically friend zoned. And um but I, I like that she, how she listened to him. I like I like how that conversation went because it was very fluid. It, it it made sense. Like a lot of times, you'll see conversations on shows, and it's like you can hear the writers writing the scene, you know. And this this one, it it actually made sense. And I like how uh, he uses the. As I said, it's a mic drop uh, when Jorah says that. Yeah, you you want to kill all the masters and not give them a second chance. But if Ned Stark didn't give me a second chance and just killed me, I wouldn't be here helping you. And, and then there's that sure. that moment at the end of that where where you she first she changes her mind and she's like go tell them yeah you know and then she says no and you're like and you're like what? oh she's got to change her mind again she's like no tell them that you changed my mind and, like, and I thought that was great because you know she's always about like her appearance she doesn't mm-hmm. want to seem weak well, and the fact that she says tell them you changed my mind then takes Jorah from a little bit cuckold, too. Yeah, yeah, you may have slept with her, but she listened to me on strategy. See, now, I think that that was some pretty subtle manipulation on Daenerys' part. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because al- although it's true, there's a little bit of, A, make Jorah feel better. B, she doesn't tell him to tell them. He tells him to tell Dario. Yeah, this is true. 
And so how is Dario going to react to that? It's just going to re- make him She's redouble making... his efforts to say, well, I better take Yunkai really good then. It, well, and it also keeps them from thinking that they're too powerful and doing manipulations behind her back. They know yeah. they're still working to stay in her yeah. grace. Yeah. Good She's just keeping them on their toes, mm-hmm. operating against each other instead of like anyone else. Like a good Khaleesi and then, and then can, can we talk about the, the slash-minded of us who are like, no, wait, and we're like, take off your clothes? No? Okay. Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> um, and then I wanted to just talk about how the last scene with Sansa and I, he's Robin in the show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the book, he's a little shit. He, they, there was no connection. There was no lovey-dovey. It was, oh, you're building a castle. I don't smash like it because Winterfell sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to smash it. Yeah, they re- they flipped that whole scene around the last episode mm. so that Sansa was the one seeming to have the tantrum when in the book it was really the little boy. But can we add this as the, like the third epic slap in the series? That was pretty oh, yeah. damn epic. First two to Joffrey, last one to Robin. She yeah. finally got to lash out at somebody and she took full advantage of it. And she was just like, Pow. And then instantly she's like, that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> and then of course we have the whole Moondor scene and mm-hmm. Peter being, uh, as you said uh, when we were rewatching it, it was, was no, it was Cristiano who said that is the literal definition of adding insult to injury. <laughs> <laughs> now I've only loved one woman ever in my life. It was your sister? Bitch. Yeah, <laughs> think about that. About for that a couple hundred feet. feet. Yeah, I did confirm. Yeah, that he said only cat was what yeah, only said. Yeah. And then yeah. when he pushed her, she was, so, Which is the she was so messed up that she didn't say anything. It wasn't any screaming or anything. She just went out. That broke her and, brain. Yeah, broke her brain. She literally went crazy on the way down before she died. Wait, what? Uh, we were yes. joking about how <clears throat> crazy. We were joking about how it was like the game, the card game Bloom, where you try to make yes. your family as miserable as possible before you kill them to get the max number of points. That's Peter what that was for me. It was Peter that. won the game. It's, yeah. it's starting to sadden me though because you know we lose Joffrey right when I was just loving every time he was on the screen yes. instead of first couple seasons where you just hated to see him, and now we lose Crazy Liza and it's like you know now all we have is Ramsay. So I truly enjoyed Joffrey dying every second. Of- yeah, I enjoyed it, but. But it was, I mean, it's just a testament to the show that they were actually able, for me anyway, to get me to the point where I actually liked seeing him because the actor was owning it so much and yeah. the stuff he was doing, you know. I, There's a reason you hate him that much. Yeah. It's because he's a good actor. Jack Gleason was so good. Uh, so, um, as an aside, we watched, uh, we rewatched the episode earlier and there was a lot of buffering. Um, and uh, so the nakedness in the show is even more nakedness. Uh, and this is just a segue into our our ratings that we do. So, uh, uh, Nutty, what would you give that oh. episode overall? Sorry, I was just trying to open up the spreadsheet. Um, I'm going to say, like, I really enjoyed this episode. So, no. Yeah, I'm going to give it a good 8.5 champion vipers out of 10. It's not funny, but it's, no, it's, not, know, it's where my mind is. Christiana? Uh, 9 out of 10 reasons to slap Robin. <laughs> I, say, I don't remember it. what I said at the reaction show, but 
<clears throat> I do know that it's it's one of my very favorite episodes that they've aired so far. They covered a lot of ground. We saw a lot of depth in characters. Tyrion heard the story that we all really didn't want him to hear from Oberyn, and and he really owned it in a beautiful way. I just I, I still give it. I think I gave it like twelve out of ten stars on the reaction show, and I think I'm still there. I, I it was ten out of ten for me. I'm, I'm going stars because I'm not going to try and be clever. I can't even remember not to swear. <laughs> <laughs> ten no swearing signs. Out of ten. Left the room, so we're okay. Uh, ten out of right. ten stars in Jorah's eyes when Polisi told him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You changed my mind. Boner jams, man. <laughs> I was going to go with uh, ten out of ten castles for brawn. Oh, castles for needs some castles. Yes, yes. It does. More than and my uh, rating for the episode is nine out of ten buffering boobies in a bathtub. So, <laughs> um, so again, we're gonna uh, do Q and A here in a minute. If you did come in, I saw a couple other people come in. Um, we've got cards up here. Uh, ask a question that will not lead to a spoiler answer. We'll go through them and then give away a T-shirt at the end randomly to one of the cards. So. And again, for people that came in late, no spoiler means we are talking up until what the HBO series has shown. We're not showing beyond that to where the books have gone. We're trying not to spoil. We're trying. Uh, we do have a couple more minutes. Uh, did anybody have any questions, any, any topics that they wanted to bring I up? I have one, but I think it's lengthy, so... Yeah. Um, I this <laughs> I had one that was uh, kind of spurred by uh, what uh, Nutty said earlier, which is uh, if you could or alternately had to live in the Game of Thrones universe, where would you want to live? Would you want to live in the north, in the Reach, in Essos, in the Free Cities? Where would you want to live if you had to pick somewhere? Stole my topic. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Christiana <laughs> is constantly living inside my head. If, uh, it if was you watch our Google Hangouts live, you'll see me stuff. just doing this all the time. I'm I want to hang out with Elena, so I'm digging down Ooh. in the High Garden. That's where I want to be. It's, a good it's warm, mm. flowers, cool, powerful chicks that are really smart. Christiana? Um, I was actually... I thought of the question because I was agreeing with what Nutty said as far as wanting to live in Dorne. I, I think, though, that there's probably large parts of Dorne that are not so nice, but certainly down where they got, like, the water gardens, the sun oh spear, God, and the all water that. Gardens. You guys don't even know nice. about the water gardens yet? I really hope we see that in the show. Mm. The water gardens are just, yeah. Yeah, so the only reference we've had so far is uh, just when Oberyn said what Marcella was up yeah. to last, last we saw her. Cheers. Um, you know, Dorne sounds pretty awesome. I could, I could hang <laughs> out there boy. for sure. But, you know, I think I'd, I want to do a world tour. I want to travel some. I want to see Bravos. I want to piss off the wall. <laughs> piss off the wall or piss off the wall? the top of the wall. Damn wall. You know, honestly, Chooch, like, I don't do the whole peeing, standing up thing, but I think I want to piss off the top of the wall, I'm sure we could make some yeah. sort of a... Oh, I could do it. I'm, I'm very talented. Female. Too talented. Wait, yeah. but, you know, like they could just rig up a railing to hold on exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I peed off the side of a boat. I can peed off the side of a wall. Yeah. My whole Airbnb itinerary got messed up, though, because Craster's Keep just got these really negative reviews all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got, like, like, like one star on Yelp. 
Uh, I want to stay in uh, Peter Baelish's brothel. <laughs> As running it, or yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> no, I it's think a perpetual client. Or would you be a per- per- procurer? I'd be a procurer. <laughs> Everybody has a price. Quality, quality. Yes, I do work in QA. Um, my question. Another five minutes or so I want to do this. Um, what do you think that is the biggest problem with the show? We've all talked about this season being the best so far, or I think overall, I think we, or at least I feel that way. Uh, what do you thing, think the biggest problem of the show is right now? Mine is really nitpicky. I think they really screwed up recasting Dario Naharis. He didn't look like he did in the book, um, but by the time the season ended, I was used to him, and I'm now weirdly disappointed by the new Dario, even though I love the same actor on Orphan Black. That's very confusing to me. I, I, I just, he, he just doesn't do it for me. Super nitpicky. That one thing I honestly have, I think they've done the translation really well so far because they've been able to zing the people that have read the books mm-hmm. as much as the ones that haven't and surprise us in a couple of places. So that's all I got is nitpicks. You don't understand that. I just actually like this Dario. Mm-hmm. I think that, but it's funny because in the books I can't stand Dario, but in the this Dario I'm like, yeah, I can see that, I can see that. So it finally makes sense to me with mm-hmm. this Dario. But I have a very different. No, view that's of cool. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I like his performance. Okay, but yeah, yeah. I, you know, in I, I had always imagined Dario is a lot more sort of um, um, like fussy about his appearance yeah. and uh, you know just kind of screening in a way that this guy isn't. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't have a big problem with that. I mean, I think my the biggest problem with the series, and this is not a major complaint, but it's just something related to the realities of producing a TV show, is that you have your regular cast, and so you need something for all of them to do, even if you might have ordinarily a stretch where that character isn't up to much, but you still have to come up with something for that actor to do if you want to keep them around. And sometimes, so they end up having to do more filler than they might otherwise. Yeah, like that whole um, Bran almost meeting John thing. Like, oh, as yeah. exciting as it was. Now, now like, the filler yeah, is not bad simple. stuff. Yeah. It's just, I think it, it it's probably forcing some structural issues yeah. on them uh, when they are writing. My YouTube I don't really think I can judge it. You know, I don't have many preconceptions of how they're going to handle topics that come up or things that come up. Um, it gives me everything I want in a great story. You know, the deep characters and the great effects and costs you've got, the costume and the locations and... The dragons. Yeah, I don't really... The dragons. Are pretty awesome. Many downside. Been bringing it. <laughs> I don't really have any downside. I think my only complaints really have been... Um, the numbers and little things like that. I mean, like, for instance, we were talking about how, uh, you know, little, like, they focus on story so much, and it's great, because honestly, I like this to be my biggest problem, that they they talk about these gigantic armies, and it's like 50 guys. Like, if that's the biggest problems you have with the show... Dothraki math. Yeah. The, well, Dothraki. that's the thing. We came up with Dothraki math, but I mean, it's other little things like that. Like, we were talking about this week... How Arya's like, you need to cauterize the wound, and then she walks over with a stick. 
You know, yeah. it's like, you don't want to get infection here. Let me put this stick on your neck. Yeah. And then put three you drops know. of water on Yeah, there three drops of off. water. Oh, yeah, congratulations. You're, you're going to go on to be a silent sister, aren't you? I mean, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I've said before, I think the, not the biggest problem, but the thing that bothers me most is just the idea of time and, and distance in the show. Yeah, and yeah. that's true. Sort of tied to what you're saying. You have to produce shows a certain way, have to have people around. But the idea that... At the end of season two, they show the you know the White Walkers and they're almost kill Sam, and then now it's season and a half later and they're just walking around in circles, I guess. And the Wildlings are right. in in between them and the wall and haven't gotten there yet and and things like that. But is there anybody anybody out there that has has you know a problem with the show they want to throw out here? No? Okay, I do have a question that. We discussed a little bit about earlier, not in the show, but um, talking about the Eerie, Irie, and I, and uh, the Lords of the, the Vale, Vail. and all that, and the outcome of what's going to happen. Liza's gone, and how is that going to work out? And I, it real, I realized I don't really understand the political dynamics of that place because, yeah, you got this amazing castle that is just. Completely defensible, unassailable, right? Okay, you have no land. Where do you get your food? Where do you get your meat? Where do you get your <laughs> steel to make new weapons? And you know, like yeah. I just don't see how that really works. Explain where it is and and why it's important to the the Seven Kingdoms either. Right. The you most know. we've gotten about that was all the way back in season one yeah. when yeah. Uh, Tyrion and Catelyn were traveling through mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And so we got a little bit with the mountain clans and when Tyrion was trying right. to explain to them that's kind of like, oh, the Lords of the Vale have spit on you for too long. We're going to give you a bunch of weapons. But then, of course, we haven't had any follow-up to that either. Now, that said, I mean, especially given now that Lysa will be gone, that's the right. perfect opportunity for the show to actually... Explain some of that. Yeah, because I'm just like, what need do the Lords of the Vale have for the Eerie and whatever crazy person or same amazing person is sitting on that throne? Like, (laughs) right? So, I got a challenge question. Let me go. You go ahead and ask. But anybody that has any cards written down, any questions, if they can bring them up now. Uh, no, my, my quick thing, uh, I, I had a lot of topics in mind, but I had to really narrow them down because many of them could have gone into spoiler territory. Yeah, like um, yep. Pick two BFFs. Who are your crew? Who are you going to gal pal around with or bro pal around with in Westeros? Like, you, you want to go out, you want to have a good time. Who are the people you're going to rock it with? Arya and Gendry. on the town. I... I just always want them back together anyway, anyhow. But with you? Yeah, totes, okay. man. That'd be so fun. Are you kidding? <laughs> she sits so there and goes, hold, hold it. Hold each other's shoes. Oh, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Get married or something. Do you want me to bring you a snack? Big baby. <laughs> All right. So if I'm picking two <laughs> to hang out with, like, go to town and so yeah. on, I, I think Davos and Missandei. Yeah. Ooh. I think there That's would be, be a nice diversity of experiences there. <laughs> they would oh, Miss Sandy. Yeah, Miss Sandy. I was here in Melisandre. No, no. Miss Sandy. Yeah. Miss yeah. Sandy. No, no, no. You know, okay. the okay. you know, yeah, Daenerys' yeah. translator. Yeah, okay. They would know some cool places to go just about yeah. anywhere you are. Yeah. Um, that said, if I'm picking one person to spend some time with, I think over and... Well, 
Well, I didn't say that. Was we question, so yeah. Spend time with. Does anybody know how to answer your question? Show of hands. <laughs> if you want to spend time with somebody, <laughs> is it Oberyn? Raise your hand if it's Oberyn. <laughs> like, come on, come on. Oh Thank you. Like, what about Jamie? I mean, you Jamie don't know who Oberyn is yet. We will want to spend time no, no, with Oberyn. But I already have my one person. Oh, who's your one person? Sure. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. once you meet Oberyn, it's going to be Oberyn. <laughs> no, 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 I'm changing my tour. I want to hang out with Tyrion and Oberyn. Yeah, that's, that's the night out on the town. If it's right another town, that's You're right. You're right. right. You can't. is worth two. You understand how much of a swath you will burden any town. They will know all the whorehouses, they will have the best drinks. You just know it. Two, two, are you hanging out with? That was. Tyrion Oberyn was my first pick, or Tyrion and Bronn. I mean, they have a great time. Oh. All right, can somebody write some nice slash for us with Tyrion, <laughs> Oberyn, and Chooch? <laughs> She's mad at me. He's jealous now. He's like, I don't want to be in that slash. Easily. <laughs> yeah, what was the question? YouTube BFFs. My Who would you go out on the town with? Who would be the most fun? I think we handled, we covered that. It would still be Tyrion. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have a variation. Uh, mine would be Oberyn, of course, and the Queen of Thorns. Yay! Yeah. And if, 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 if I'm allowed to have a third, it's Brienne, so. See, as much as I love watching the Queen of Thorns, I feel like she'd be judgmental to hang out with. Yeah. Not in my head, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Okay, so oh, we got more on the back here. I said fill out separate cards. Flint tries. I don't follow directions. <laughs> she does not have to. So I got the last one here first, but uh, this one: uh, who would win in a fight, Jorah Mormont or Barristan Selmy? Christiana. Mm. Oh, um, I think Barristan still got him. Uh, I mean, Barristan's getting up there, but I mean, he was just—he was, you know, world renowned. Jorah was a knight, but he was never especially known for. Uh, for melee, I agree. If if Jorah was about ten years younger himself, yes, is he, then he would be more of a challenge. He's, he's aged some this season. He's, but he has spent a lot of time in Essos with the Dothraki, and it's a different right. fighting style. So he yeah. can change it up and catch. Yeah, I think it'd be closer than it might have been. Surprise. You know, it, it it would not be a. Uh, you know, quick and it's done sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, I think I think still Barristan's got the edge on him. Uh, we're not doing your first question, sorry. <laughs> I'll let you read it. No, it, we, we're not going into spoiler questions or questions. It's not spoiler, but... We 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 have, avo- we have avoided the, this exact topic for, for four seasons. So, yeah. He's, um, so to distract about that, by the way... I'm hearing Barristan and Jorah, and I'm thinking, okay. Um, Barristan is definitely the top. Oh, wait, you mean the different. Uh, okay, okay, go ahead. Okay, well, <laughs> if, if one of you has a, a, a quick answer to this question, uh, what would you name your dire wolf? <laughs> I, I just want Luna to be the size of a dire wolf. <laughs> oh, well, she's pretty great. I'm yes, not gonna lie. So well, I, will, I will say that Arya had the best name 
of all the names. Yeah. Numeria was, was fantastic. But you know what? Honestly, if I had a dire wolf, I might name it Khaleesi. That's a good name for a dire wolf. Anybody else have an answer? Wrong? Nothing pops into my head. I mean, our dire wolf's named Kaylee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all have uh, dogs or a dragon, so, you know. <laughs> dogs or dragons. Uh, something we have talked about a little bit, but... Um, See if we have an answer or a different answer now that we've gotten to the point. Now, do we think Braun helped bring Shay to the trial? Show Braun. Did we? Do we think he brought her to Cersei as part of all this, or because it wasn't mentioned, yeah. of course? Because uh, you know, Tyranny didn't put it together that even think that as a possibility, or I'm afraid to answer because I don't know what they're going to do the rest of the season. Mm. So I'm going to let someone else. I don't know how to. <clears throat> Well, I think he was involved. I you can recall that when the first whole thing happened, like you know, with who killed Joffrey and who did what, when, where, and I said, yeah. "I'm Bronze involved in there somewhere." Yeah, yeah, he's I, a cell sword. I think the, the that's his thing. The clues, although they may be false clues, the, of the fact that you know they told or Pod said at the beginning, "Oh, he's being followed, and these things are happening, and he, you know, they they don't trust him, and blah blah blah," and then. Uh, the conversation they had about did did they follow you? Did were you seen when you took her to the ship? And he sort of yeah, you know, kind of pushed dodge the question a little bit. You follow me, die. You know. See, at least I, I think, wonder. I think Ron was just careless. Like I don't think he. W- it's not just like oh, I'm lazy, whatever. I just I think he was careless. That's I think he already made his decision when he saw how much he was getting offered. I think mm-hmm. he flipped, and I don't think anybody's surprised. He's a sellsword. Um, but it also leads me to wonder how much more, like, was he training Jamie to assess his skills for t- for Tywin or Cersei? Mm-hmm. You know, how deep does his deception possibly go? Oh, if he did that, what else would he have done setting Tyrion up? So it's, I can't wait to see what this show does with that. Uh, just to, we're going to go through these fast pop, uh, just to follow up here. Is, do you think this is the last we'll see of Bronn? The last is a chooch since... Uh, since since uh, book was, there's might be an answer. Yeah, there. there might. Well, yeah, yeah. My initial thought is that that was his exit. They they kind of made peace, and Tyrion can respect his decision, and made a valid point. You know, and well, you put your life in line for me. So to me, that was his goodbye. And we will see him again. This is just a one of the, a, a factual type question. If Tyrion were to lose the trial by combat, would or his champion, I guess. Would Jamie's deal with Tyrion still hold? With Tywin. With Tywin, sorry. Meaning going to Castle Rock, leaving, having kids. I think it would be a lot harder to sell that to the, the common people and the other lords because the whole point of trial by combat is it's supposed to be definitive and final. Yeah. And because you're you're choosing this champion to act as your surrogate, you know, the, the whole idea is life or death this is it. And just because they can pick a champion. So, like, that's, the that's my take. Yeah. Yeah. But the, no, the question is, if Tyrion's champion would lose, would know, Jamie yeah. oh, keep well, his side the of deal. the deal? Oh, I, well, I don't think oh. Jamie is obligated in any oh, way yeah. at that well, point. Yeah, his, but Tywin... His deal was uh, tied to the whole... Yeah. No, I mean, going to would Tywin wall, try to convince him that he has yeah. to? Then, of course. But, I mean, at, at that point, mm-hmm. it was all always going to yeah. be a voluntary deal with... Uh, See, I felt like it Jamie. all went up in the air when <clears throat> he gave when he started mouthing off. And I know that you think that he mouths off too much, but in that scene, I was disappointed that we didn't have another tur- turtle soup. 
flip out like we had in the earring. Well, no, no. If, if he's gonna like, if he's gonna man? mouth off, I want him to mouth off all but, the way. I, I agree mean, with you on that. In this yeah. case, his heart was broken. His he heart was just was absolutely out. broken. Hey, we only got a couple minutes left, so. Oh, this is the perfect question. Go ahead. Odor? Oh, can I share a Hodor story? Sure. He's not even here, but I learned last night something very interesting about a friend of ours. Mr. Hugh O'Donnell. Hodor. Top five. Just putting it out there. Hodor is in his top five. Wow. Yeah. Christian? Let's make this happen. Christian Nair, Mr. Nair. Hey, I'm going to draw a card here randomly. Blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Uh, this was not a question asked, but this is the... Uh, wins the t-shirt. Is uh, whoever asks a question, uh, Red Woman says, the word, the way to the north, the word of the north is the most important. Who asked that question? Here you go. T-shirt for you, sir. It is actually very large, so um, if you want me to, I will... I can get your address information and order you a smaller shirt if that is fine. You can send you the belt. <laughs> Sassy, you, you know. Well, I want to thank everybody for uh, joining us this evening. Uh, again, we do our live show on Google Hangout and on YouTube. You can look at uh, specificmedia.com for more information about that. Uh, or uh, on Google Hangout, you can uh, follow PG Holyfield at specificmedia.com. That's where all the uh, event invites come from and that sort of thing. So thanks. You can ask us live questions, mm-hmm. put stupid comments. We'll yes. like make little notes to you. Yeah. Twitter mm-hmm. feed. will say, what's that say? Twitter feed is at BTW Podcast yeah, if you BTW. Twitter still. <laughs> and to hijack just briefly for a personal plug, Space Casey Season 2. So, SpaceCasey.com. The rest of you that ask questions, we I will go through them and we will bring them up on our next show. So, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. If you'd like to send feedback to Beyond the Wall, you can email us at btw at specficmedia.com. That's btw at s-p-e-c-f-i-c-m-e-d-i-a dot com. Or you could send us a voicemail at 704-315-5884. Or you can comment on the web. Go to specficmedia.com and there you'll find a shiny little button to click on that'll take you right to our page. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 3.0 Unported License. Feel free to share and remix. Just give us credit and don't charge money for it.